This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number five. In today's episode, we are going to talk about soul prosperity, spiritual identity. What does that mean? Do you understand it? Do you have it? Do you operate in it? And are you prospering in your soul the way God designed it? Hello, and welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com. And each week on the show, we will have real talk conversations about cultivating the heart of a wife. By preparing you to be a wife, become a better wife, and stay encouraged as a wife. For those of you who may already know me, let me just say that I am so excited for you to be joining me on this brand new medium. And for those of you who are brand new and just finding me through this podcast for the very first time, welcome. We are going to have just an awesome time together I just to tell you a little bit about myself, I have over 15 years of experience as a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and chief cheerleader for women all over the world. I'm so excited about today's episode for a couple of reasons. One, our special guest is my dear friend and sister from over 20 years, so I cannot wait to introduce her to you. But also, we are going to talk about something that is so important. It is your spiritual identity and understanding who God has created you to be. And so before I introduce you to my amazing guest, I want to just take a few minutes to talk to you a little bit about the concept of the Wife Wisdom Podcast, where it came from and why it's a subject that I'm really super passionate about. So the concept came, one, because out of obedience, God told me to do this. But one, uh, number two, is my heart for women to really help them love themselves and create amazing relationships that support them being authentically who God has created them to be. So this is why I'm super excited about this episode. And, you know, so let's jump right in. I want to introduce you to my sister. She is literally like a sister from another mother. And I have been so blessed that God has really put me in relationship with these amazing women that I do life with. And they really are sisters. And um, so my sister today, she is a personal development expert. She's a spiritual teacher, transformational strategist. She's a, an executive wellness coach and and pastor. She literally has changed my life in so many ways by helping me to truly understand who God has created me to be and how he's created me to function, how to walk in my power and my authority and truly execute that every single day of my life, not only as a wife, but as a mother, as a woman, as a sister, as a friend, and as a leader. So I'm so excited to introduce to you guys my sister, Tony Restrepo. Tony! Yay! Yay. How exciting. So, (laughs) so exciting. I'm so excited that you're here, sis. Thank you so much for taking the time and really to share your gifts with 
my listeners and the listeners of the Wife Wisdom podcast, you are just the gifts that are in you need to be totally shared with the world because, you know, and I really believe that that's what God calls us to do. He calls us to share our gifts with the world so that it really encourages and and helps and supports and heals others and that's what you do for me and so I'm so excited to share you (laughs) share you on this podcast today Um, awesome and so one of the things that I think is so awesome about what you do is you really talk about the most important relationship that you have with yourself is not necessarily your own personality right or your own character but or characteristics, I should say, but Mm -hmm. really it's your spirit Mm -hmm. and the spirituality that's integrated in all that we do. And this literally the self-awareness of that and the conscious thought, and you've taught me so much about this and the, I am of you, Mm -hmm. right? The, I Mm -hmm. am. And so guys today, Tony is going to talk to us a little bit about the, each part of each aspect of who we are, the spirit, soul, and body, and literally how they work together to support who we are, what, it was, what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to function. And so can you tell us a little bit, one, tell us a little bit about Tony and what it is that you, your purpose and what you were called to do. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. First, I just want to thank you so much for just including me as a part of this podcast. I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. So I thank you for just creating this medium for wives and women in general to really continue to grow spiritually, emotionally, and physically into all that God created us to be. So thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be a part And just as you mentioned, um, Chris, in in your introduction, really, is that I am a executive wellness consultant by occupation, but I'm a spiritual teacher and pastor by calling. Mm. And so really what I help women and, and even men to do is to be their best and love their life spiritually, emotionally and physically. Mm. And typically I work with executive and CEO women that are looking to obtain physical and relational prosperity and fulfillment because they've, they've obtained, you know, the financial and the career success, but they're still lacking in the other areas of their lives. And typically because we tend to be in balance in our life pursuits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I help my clients to gain total well-being and become their personal best by really providing a transformation for them from the inside out. And that helps them to maximize their success. It helps to create overall a healthier lifestyle, unstoppable confidence, and it helps to enhance their relational, social, and professional life. So ultimately, I just help people to love their life and be their absolute best. Yes. This is why God connected us, because (laughs) absolutely, I agree. And I feel that is such a part of my calling as well. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, we're two are in our agreement, girl. That is really great. I love that transformation from the inside out. That's the only way it happens. You know, so tell, you know, let's talk a little bit about that, because Mm -hmm. so many times people think that the transformation has to happen from the outside in. Right. Right. Or that they they really go through this process of transforming, whether it's their hair or their clothes or, you know, their body. Mm -hmm. And so talk a little bit about what that means. What's transformation from the inside out actually look like? Well, 
typically our cult, our culture teaches us to pretty much be not, not really be our best, but to have our best and do our best. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is when you're constantly being taught to have your best or do your best, you're constantly looking at outside of you, mm-hmm. what you can obtain, what you can get, what you need to do. But really, the only way to really have and do your best is to become your best. And so typically what I help people do is to go on from the inside and begin to heal um, from things that are hindering them from being their best, um, open their eyes and bring enlightenment to who they truly are as God created and intended them to be, mm-hmm. and then And then with those things together, begin to put to practice the things that God has called them to do, because we are three dimensional beings. And so everything that we do and everything that we achieve in life has to be from a spiritual, emotional and physical perspective. Mm. But I find that because we are conditioned um, by our culture to all about the physical, a lot of women are really um, doing a lot, but they're not they're not whole, Mm. right? And so they're operating from a place of brokenness and brokenness and where to put it it this way, what you are in the spirit is all you can produce in the natural. So Mm. a lot of women are doing a lot of things and they're doing well, but they're not doing their best. Mm. And they're not doing their best because they are not their best, which is a topic that, you know, we can go on for days because women typically do not make themselves the priority, mm. right? There's a study that was done by the Association of Psych- um, Psychology mm-hmm. Association. Mm-hmm. And they said that happy people are most likely to accomplish their goals, obtain the resources they need and draw the people to them, um, positive people to them. And the reason why is not because of their outside circumstances, it's pretty much their optimistic attitude and how they feel about themselves. Wow. So that's basically telling us that who you are is what's going to create your experiences. Wow. But we're so busy trying to create our experiences from the outside instead of really working on ourselves from the inside. Why is that? Why do, why, you know, why is that the normal practice? Because it's part of our culture. We're taught that in school. Mm. Uh, All of our life is do good, do good, do good. Mm. Right? It's never be good, be good, be good. It's always the the attention is always given to our action, which is to our physical part of who we are. Mm -hmm. Right? Majority of us are not taught that we are spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. Mm. So if I am a spirit, then my spiritual um, wellness is the most important thing because that is who I am. But majority of people that I work with are really spiritually underdeveloped and lack spiritual growth in their life. So they really don't know who they are. Um, If you don't know who you are, you're definitely not going to um, you know, do the work that you need to do to be well in that mm-hmm. area, right? You mm-hmm. think you're a woman, you think you're flesh, you think you're, you know, the color of your skin, you think you're your, the weight you are, you think you're the mm-hmm. job you do, you think you're everything that has to do with your physical realm, and you don't realize that you are literally the uh, individualized, the individualized spirit of God created for his exact expression. And that's what, that goes back to what you shared on the 
I am. Mm -hmm. The I am of you is the God of you. Mm. You know, it's who God created you to be. Um, and which is an, an individualized expression of him. Mm -hmm. And that's developed through relationship and connection with him, which a lot of us have put on the back burner because we consider it religion. Mm -hmm. And so we don't pursue relationship with who we really are, which is a spirit of God, because we think that's just something we do on a Sunday or that's for the religious folks. That's wow. Wow. That's really good. Um, yeah. That's really good. People don't even pursue a relationship with you, your, with you. Yeah, with themselves. Woo! That is so deep that they don't even pursue a relationship with themselves. And then we wonder why our relationships with other people are not what they could be yes. or what we desire them to be. Right? Yes. Because the relationship with yourself is not where it should be. Wow. And so you know, we're not, we're ahead. not loving ourselves the way we ought to be loving ourselves. Right. Yeah. So how can we expect someone else to love us the way we, we desire to be loved? So it really, again, everything that we experience, because spirit is the cause of all effect. It's the creative realm. So wherever we are spiritually is going to dictate and determine what we are manifesting, wow. what effect we're getting. So when you think about that, if I am not spiritually where I need to be, if I don't even know who I am spiritually, how could I possibly be creating and manifesting the things that I see in my spirit, which is imagination, right? right? The love that I imagine, the love that I want, the prosperity that I want, the things that I desire are spiritual realities. They're not manifested right in this moment, but we see them in our mind's mm -hmm, eye. Mm -hmm. That is the spiritual realm. But you can't manifest those things unless you truly understand that realm and are really nurturing yourself in that way and spiritually. Mm. Wow. So how do you, um, how do women, how do they even start doing that? Like, where do they begin? I think the biggest part to begin and the easiest part is to identify that all negativity is, is anti-prosperity to mm. your spiritual growth and even your natural growth. So if we can begin to start to identify the thought processes and the emotions that are negative mm -hmm. in our lives concerning the things we desire, the relationships we want, the prosperity that we want, whatever it is that we desire, if we could start to pinpoint the negative emotions and thoughts that we have mm -hmm. towards them, we can begin to spiritually build ourselves up. Wow. Because anything that is negative is anti-spirit to God, mm -hmm. anti-God spirit, anti-your spirit. Right. But those are things that we're conditioned. Those are things that are impressed upon us by our experiences and our outside circumstances. So to get to the true source of who you are, you have to get back to what feels good, what is love, what is joy, and what is peace. Mm. So when we begin to think on those things and the things that bring us joy and the things that bring us peace and the things that, you know, that our, our love, you know, produce love in us, then we're starting to get back to our authentic spiritual self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, when you said to, I, when you identify the negativity and recognize that um, it is totally contrary to 
God. And so how do, what do you do? Like when you identify the negativity at that point, how do you get rid of it? So a big part of getting rid of what you don't want is to begin to meditate on what you do want. Mm-hmm. And so how I do it personally in my practice is through meditation. Now, meditation can be different for different people, uh, but meditation for me is really turning over, thinking on speaking the word of God and positive affirmation over my life. And that comes through repetition, because honestly, if you have been thinking a certain way and feeling a certain way for a long period of time, you are not going to just one day get up and no longer feel or think that way. Right. (laughs) Right. It's just like working out like, yes, I want to have, you know, muscles. I want to be all toned and fit. But if I have not been doing that for a numerous amount of years of my life, it's going to take a process of me doing it over and over again by repetition, the things that will produce that outcome. So you're going to have to begin to take the time to make positive affirmations on a consistent basis. What I find, Chris, is that people are not willing to take the time to -hmm. make the change. Mm -hmm. They're impatient. They want it right then and there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they'll do it for two or three days because they get excited about it. And then the next week, they're back to where they started. Mm -hmm. So they really just put themselves right back to the beginning and then not making the change. And so it's really about finding positive affirmation, getting in the word of God, meditating on it, hearing what he has said about you. You know, if you want to know who you are, the only way to know that is to go to the one who created you. Right. You know, and his word tells us who he created us to be, who we really are. We're made in his image and after his likeness. Mm -hmm. And so we are sons and daughters of the most high God. So it's important for us to begin to meditate on the truth Mm -hmm. so that we can begin to remove the lies. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really just starts there. And it starts with doing that five minutes a day. Whatever amount of time you have, we we don't have to make it religious, but you do have to make it consistent. Mm, That is so good. Um, So let's talk a little bit about that, because Mm -hmm. I know that um, there are a lot of people who um, struggle a little bit Mm -hmm. with the whole religious thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. have this this back and forth of, oh, well, I don't go to church and oh, you know, you know, I don't, they may believe in God, but they don't necessarily know how to have a relationship with him because they think that they have to go to church and be religious, religious in order to, um, I guess, have a relationship or have some type of encounter with God. So kind of address that a little bit, because I know that, you know, you've mentioned that the piece a little bit about, you don't, it's not about being religious. Right. Right. It's, it's definitely not about being religious because there's a lot of people that are religious that don't know God. Yeah. yeah. Right. We see that. We see it in their actions. Uh, we see it in the hate and the things that mm-hmm. come from them. Um, and so it really isn't what what we do for God should always come out of our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And really, um, that is about, you know, the Bible says that we're to be still and know. And then being still and getting quiet and speaking and prayer um, with God. Prayer is not just, okay, I tell God everything I want and need and he delivers. Prayer is really, okay, I will... um, 
I will skip, speak to God, give him my heart, give him my concerns, and then be willing to stay still and receive what he is saying. We have made it very deep and, and like God is afar off in the clouds. He's in heaven. We can't get <laughs> with, you know, we can't talk to him. He's the very air that I breathe. The mm -hmm. Bible says in Genesis 2 and 7, he said, and after God formed man from the dust of the ground, he breathed into him the breath of life and man became a living mm -hmm. soul. So God is as near to you as if you blow your breath right now on your hand. Mm -hmm. That is the breath of God. So he is your very the very essence of who you are. And so if you begin to understand that you are one with him, that he is with you, he is near to you and that you can talk to him just like I'm talking to you right now through this podcast, just right. like Christy and I are fellowshipping and talking with each other. That's the same way that we connect and relate with God like we would with each other. Mm. I talk to God all day long. Anytime I need wisdom, I simply ask, I listen and you'll begin to, understand um how he speaks back to you yeah it's such a it's it is a very calming peaceful response mm -hmm. there's no anxiety in his voice there's no fear behind it you feel such it's almost like this quiet excitement mm -hmm. when god responds to you mm -hmm. um in prayer and so it's really just about being willing to just even ask God to show you who he is mm. and not being um, resistant mm. or fearful um, to have the experience in the first place. So good. You know, some people, I think they're just really afraid to even have that experience. Right. Right. That is so good. So good. And I remember um, because I honestly, I feel like I, I grew up a little religious and oh, all of us <laughs> right and so really having switching or, or switching over to literally having a relationship mm -hmm. um versus the religion was such a beautiful and personal experience um which I think is I think every woman every wife really needs because, right, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, honey, if you a wife, <laughs> you better believe you need relationship with the Lord. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And you know, it's so funny. There's two parts to that, Chris. One is that I believe religion plays a, a, a part in our spiritual growth and development. Right. I think it's through religion that we come into relationship a lot of times. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when I think about the times in my life where I was religious, that's when I learned the most about God. Mm -hmm. And the more I learned about God is the more I learned about myself. Right. But then what I had to do is to realize now that me learning about God and God learning, you know, teaching me the things that he taught me wasn't about me being righteous, you know, being self-righteous. It wasn't about my works. It was about God wanting to commune and have relationship with me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then it, it transitioned me into that intimacy. It's like religion introduces you to God. Yeah. And then eventually, as you get to know him, get to know him, get to know him, you become intimate with him. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you're transparent with him. You're vulnerable with him. You trust him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it really helps you to get to that place of relationship. 
Mm-hmm. And so I don't want it to come across as though, you know, going to church and those things are not necessary. They do play a part, mm-hmm. but it's not the end all. It shouldn't stop there, right? It's mm-hmm. supposed to help you to develop into a relationship with God. But on top of that, when I think about the fact that, oh my God, it's my relationship and the development that I had with God that has helped me to sustain, um, to res- let's put it this way, to restore, yes. <laughs> to sustain, and to have the marriage that I have today. Because, you know, when I, when I mm-hmm. met my husband and we, first of all, we were together for umpteen years unmarried. Then when we got married, we weren't really, I had just gotten, you know, received Christ just before we got married. Right. And so, um, you know, I didn't have any really religious background or any of those things. Then because of the struggles in our relationship, (laughs) um, it kind of pushed us into, you know, finding church and finding some help. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as I developed, you know, my relationship with God, it's truly my relationship with God that helped me to be, to understand, first of all, what it meant to be a wife. Secondly, to be able to apply the things that he was teaching me to see them work in transforming Mm, my marriage. So without relationship with God, I have no idea how anyone can really sustain a prosperous relationship. I know people stay in relationships for all types of reasons. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? mm -hmm. Like they, it seems like it's being sustained because they're still there, but you know, people are there for all kinds of reasons and they're unhappy and unfulfilled. I'm talking about the marriage that continues to grow in love year after year after year and connection, the marriage that has joy, you know, 20, 30 years later Mm -hmm. after the kids moved out, I'm talking about that kind of marriage. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But people look at you like, dang, they really look in love right. after 50 years. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. But that would not happen. My marriage and my relationship with my husband is better today than it's been from the very first time we've met. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and statistically, it shows that most marriages get worse. Most relationships and marriages get worse over time, not better. Right. Right. But the, the real reason why that has happened for us is our relationship with God, not just mine, his as well. Yes. You know, our relationship with God growing and improving over time has only made our relationship together that much better. Wow. Wow. That is so good. And I agree 100, 1000% that, you know, the things that we face in marriage and the the storms, the obstacles, the challenges, the hurdles, the, you know, unexpected turns and twists and mm-hmm. of events, the bullets that we're dodging, the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the barrels we're jumping over. And, you know, literally, it is something that I wasn't prepared for, you know? Oh, I, absolutely not. I really wasn't. And that I think is- that's intentional. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> if we knew, we'd be like, mm. yes. Maybe not. Right. It's so true. And that's really one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, to really help prepare women. And so women who desire to get married, who really only focus on the wedding, you know, they don't focus on being the best wife or being a, um, a wife that can create a home that their husbands want to come home to, that their kids will thrive in. Like this is literally a heart uh, journey for oh, sure absolutely. for sure absolutely so yeah so it's um it is definitely an amazing 
journey and it's supposed to be like that. Like you said, 20, 30 years after the kids are gone and you guys are having more fun than you did when you first said I do. And so, but there is, there's definitely a a formula, right? A strategy, (laughs) a a work that That has to be done. That has to be done. Consistently. Consistently. Gotta say that part. Right. (laughs) Because a lot of people will say, okay, I can do the work with the thought process that if I just do the work now, then I won't have to do it anymore. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. is not a business system. No, nope. well, you set it up, you set right. it up, and then you get residual income yeah, come on. for the rest of your life. No, 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 no. This is a work that is consistent that you got to keep doing. Um, and it's and you shouldn't feel like oh about right. it. If you feel all about it, you're not doing the work. Yes, it's a work that is vital to your overall well-being, not just mm. the well-being of a relation, your relationship. But your life as a whole, you know, your health, your health, the relationship with others, you know, not just your husband, your business, you know, success, all the work that you do, the spiritual work that you do and you have to do on a consistent basis is how you live a prosperous, prosperous life. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's not something that you can do for a few months and then everything is just going to be on autopilot. Mm. you know what I mean you're gonna have to continually live that lifestyle for you to see those results continue that's really good so you know it's Mm -hmm. so interesting because you 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 hit the nail on the head when you said if you're like oh oh," then you're not doing the work work. what is that what's that aversion to doing the work yeah, the, your attitude. Um, a lot of the times what people, the way you see it is indicative of you, uh, that you're not doing the work you need to be doing. Mm. Because when you're doing spiritual work, you're filled with faith, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You're filled with positivity. Your outlook is an outlook of hope, mm. right? And so a lot of times people, and, and, and not only doing the work, doing the work with the right motivation. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. let's talk about that <laughs> right? because right. that is the part that a lot of people will say okay this is what I you know we're so conditioned to think this is the problem what I need to do to fix the problem mm-hmm. well the problem is not what really needs to be fixed it's you and your perspective mm. it's the way you see it and the way you respond to it that needs to be addressed because again all effect is based on cause and all cause is a spiritual realm Wow. So if I begin to look at me and I begin to change me, a problem can change without me even looking at it or trying to fix it because I have changed. I won't see the problem the same anymore. And the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the manifestations of your life are going to be based on how you are perceiving, how you are thinking. Mm-hmm. not on the outside thing. So people will find, okay, this is the, the solution. She said, if I, if I do this, if I meditate, if I speak positive affirmations, it's going to get rid of my problem. That's the wrong motivation. Mm-hmm. The motivation should always be, I want to be my best. I want to be spiritually, emotionally, and physically well. What do I need to be? Because in that space, everything around me begins to manifest wellness. Mm-hmm. That's the power of it. So the part, you know, a wife that's trying to do these things because she wants her husband to respond a certain way and to do a certain thing, that is going to only lead to frustration. Yeah. Because the work that God has us to do is for our own growth and prosperity. 
Mm, right. Can you say that so this, again? <laughs> it's the work that God has for us to do is for our own prosperity. But this is the blessing that as you do the work and you begin to grow, everything around you begins to be affected because that is the power and the influence of a woman. Yes. We have power and we have influence to impact and to change everything that we touch and the people that are around us simply by being who God has created Mm -mm. us to be. And I know that to be true because I did not, you know, I know a lot of women that struggle like, okay, well, I'm doing the work and I'm spiritually growing and doing it. And my husband, he ain't doing nothing and he ain't changing. Well, again, you, if you're doing the work, the way you view him, the things you're saying about him are going to come into a, agreement with what God is saying. And when I begin to understand that and begin to do my work and be the woman God called me to be, my husband had no choice but to begin to step up. Mm-mm. Mm. And he, because let me tell you, there is nothing more attractive and beautiful and magnetic than a man, a woman that's walking in her spiritual power. You want some of that, right? You like, oh, you know what? That poise right there, yes. that peace, oh, that joy, oh, I want that. What do I need to do, Lord? Yes. And they'll begin to follow your example. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to force that down somebody's throat. When you're trying to, to point a finger and be judgmental and religious, because that's what religious people do. They're judgmental and they try to tell you what to do. And they use the word for your action and not their own. <laughs> <laughs> they use the word to show you how you ain't measuring up instead of themselves. Wow. That's so, so like, powerful because I think that will free a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. That the word of God you. is for your soul. Right. So if somebody's talking about you first, they're trying to give, you know, like you said, share it with you and you need to do this and you need to work on that and you need to do this. That is huge because that's big time. Yes, that's that's so good. And so, you know, it's really, again, when we focus on I am being who God created us to be in every area of our lives, I'm telling you, it produces a power that changes everything around us Mm. but it's hard you're not going to see that manifestation focusing on the things and the people you want to change Mm. focus on your change Mm, mm, mm. that is i guess we're done right we don't need it (laughs) yes that's a good way to end no more podcast on your change no yeah we're done we can shut everything down if y'all can take i wish honey they gotta hear that like twenty thousand more times before they move before they actually do it right we need the podcast we need to listen to it over and over and over again meditating it day and night so that we will do it Right. And have great success. That's the key. Right. So that's really good. So focus on your change, right? Yes. That is yes. a big one. Okay. What number two? Like <laughs> we need because you know it's so funny that people are it's so easy yeah, to it's a habit. Oh my goodness. Like yeah, it's subconscious. Yeah, you don't talk about that because it's I know even in my own marriage, it's so easy for me to point out the things that are wrong with A. Like mm-hmm. Adrian, I'm like, oh my gosh, he does this and he doesn't do this and he doesn't da 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 da, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I know that, like you said, it's a habit. So how do mm-hmm. we get out of that habit of always mm-hmm. looking, you know, blaming other people, looking at their faults instead of really confronting our own ourselves and literally looking in the mirror? Yeah, uh, I think it's one you got to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to look in the mirror, mm. you know, um, and to really begin to, to apply the things that you know. Mm. Um, the truth of the matter is that most of us, Chris, we know what to do. We just don't do what we know. Mm. Like we know that we shouldn't be pointing a finger. We know that we shouldn't be judgmental. We know that we need to do the work on ourselves. This is not nothing new. We for anybody listening to this, I'm telling you, 90% of the people that will listen to this has heard pretty much everything I've said. Mm. There's nothing new under the sun and truth is always consistent. Right. And God is always trying to give us the truth. The problem is we don't apply the truth and we don't apply it when we need to. So it's one, focus on yourself. It's two, do the things that God has been telling you to do to, for you. Mm. He's been telling you to stop being negative. He's been telling you to stop speaking death and over your husband and, your, and, and the situation, your relationships. He's been telling you to begin to think positive and to make positive affirmation, but you haven't done it. You're still mm. complaining. You're still whining. You're still pointing a finger and you're wondering why nothing has changed. Mm. Because power is in the life of your tongue and the word of God said that you will eat the fruit thereof. So whether you're speaking life or you're speaking death, that's the fruit you're going to eat. I just decided in my life, Chris, that I am not going to live contrary to what God has for me to live. Mm. And I'm not going to be a part of my demise. I'm going to be a part of my rescue. Wow. I just made that decision and it really starts there. It really starts there where I said, I'm taking full responsibility mm. for the life I'm going to live, the joy I'm going to have, the peace I'm going to have. I take full responsibility. Mm. That means no one else around me dictates that for me. Mm. 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 You got to make some decisions about what your life is going to be. Mm. And then you have to put the work forward to making that happen. So when my husband want to act a fool and do what he want to do, <laughs> I have to be willing to say, okay, I'm not going there with you. Yeah. I am peace. Yeah. I am joy. I'm serious. Like literally I am peace. Yes. I am joy. And I am, my happiness comes from within. It's not based on what you do or don't do. Mm. It's based on who I am and who I know I've been created to be. Wow. Because really all you do is make it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to learn to either be a part of the solution or be a part of the problem. Mm. And I just decided I'm going to be always a part of the solution. Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow, that is so strong. I love that. I'm taking full responsibility because yeah. most Claire. people don't want to. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely oh. not. But the sad part about that is until you do, you will never live the life that you were created to live. Mm -mm. Majority of people are miserable because they have given their life, happiness, and success away into the control of someone else ooh, ooh, that really ooh. has no control over it. That is so deep on so many levels. Exactly. Oh my goodness. They on so given many levels. Their power to someone else who doesn't even have control. No. 
Because they don't want to take responsibility. Because they don't want to take responsibility. Ooh. You know, it's it's hard. I mean, honestly, it's hard to say I am the reason that this is the way it is. That's mm-hmm. not easy. It takes a level of humility. Yeah. To say, you know what? This is the way it is because I have a bad attitude. That was me. Wow. I had a bad attitude. And yes, there was reasons that produced that bad attitude in my life. I was bullied. You know, so many things that happened. I constantly had to fight, you know, to protect myself, you know, growing up, you know, my parents, you know, weren't, their marriage didn't sustain. And I went through those type of things. I mean, we all have a history of things that have produced the negative ways that we think and respond to life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I had to decide I'm not going to stay there because I was miserable. Wow. I was miserable. I was unhappy. I was pretty much borderline, pretty much depressed and didn't realize it. Yeah. Just depressed, crying all the time. So unhappy, so unfulfilled. And I got to a place where I was like, okay, either I'm going to take responsibility and make a difference and make the change, or I'm going to live a horrible existence. Wow. That just was, it just became a point where that was no longer a choice for me. And that happened really as I began to understand who I was, Mm -hmm. the power I had, who God created me to be, how he created me to function. Mm -hmm. And I started to apply those principles. So you got to do the work. It's not enough to know what to do. Yes. The knowing only comes as instruction. The manifestation comes in the doing what you know. Yes. So I had to make a conscious decision that, okay, all these things that God is teaching me and showing me, I have to apply them to my life because I want to live the God kind of life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so as I started to apply them and see the manifestation of it, you know, as I started to walk in love, despite how, you know, someone else was acting towards me and watch them change their attitude towards me. Oh, yes. I was like, oh, this is where that, honey. I'm about to wave this magic wand and change a lot of things in my life because I realized it works. Wow. Wow. That is so good. If we could just get that nugget, ladies, if we could just apply that nugget and take full responsibility, 100 percent full responsibility for our joy, our peace, mm-hmm. our happiness, knowing that I am in this relationship because I didn't take responsibility. I am mm-hmm. in relationship this I'm in this situation because yes. I didn't X, Y, and Z. You didn't take full responsibility. If we could get that, our lives would be changed forever. Period. Period. Because Whoa. the minute you make that decision, the minute you, you take ownership, now you have the power to change it. Yes. Yes. And that's the only way it's going to change. Wow. Because, I mean, really, who's sitting around thinking about how to change your life? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's like, funny. you know, Christy and I are doing this podcast <laughs> because we want to be a blessing to your life. But ultimately, we're working on some things that's going to change our life. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So no one is thinking about or has the power to change your life like you. Wow. And that happens through your connection with divine, with the divine in you. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Even God can't change your life without you. Wow. Can I say that again? Yes. Even God almighty will not change your life without you. He wants your participation. Mm-hmm. He wants your agreement. He wants your willingness. He doesn't force us, any of us to change. He wow. invites us 
into a new life, but you still have to accept the invitation. You still have to get, be willing to do it. You still have to say yes. Mm-mm-mm. So it's in your court. Mm. What will you do with it? Mm. Wow. It's in your court. What will you do with it? That is so, so good. Wow. Did I tell y'all that we are, we have real talk conversations here on the podcast. <laughs> we are talk about the real deal stuff, not no fluff, straight uh-huh. chaser, like they say, right? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so I want you to tell our listeners, you have something really exciting coming up for married women. Um, and I wanted you to talk a little bit about it because I think that if you're newly married or you were even seasonal, you've ma- been married for a period of time and you really need encouragement. I really do Absolutely. believe that this program is a huge blessing for anyone listening. So go ahead and talk about it. Awesome. Yes, we are entering into fall and we're getting ready to do our fall in love series for married women. It's helping them to really fall in love again, you know, to build up the love and the joy and the excitement that we have when we first meet our spouses and we just can't get enough of them. Mm. Um, And then, you know, marriage goes through seasons. And I think that really any marriage needs the support and the encouragement and the accountability all the time. And so we created this series is three workshop series and accountability um, just to help women to know their power, know their influence and learn how to create the marriage they desire. Mm-hmm. Um, and to know that they can do that even with their husbands not responding or doing the things that they think they should do. Wow. Because I think a lot of women check out of doing their part because they feel like the husband's not doing their part. Absolutely. Right. But if you understood your spiritual source and your spiritual power and your ability to create the, the life you want and the relationship you want, which is what we teach in these series, Mm -hmm. then you would not check out. Yeah. Yeah. You would be, you would have the power and the influence to change your whole marital situation. And so we really want to just not only encourage you guys, we're married too. Mm -hmm. So a part of it is always about my own encouragement and my own accountability because I'm accountable to people and I'm accountable to what I teach. So I am really excited about this summer. I mean, the fall, fall in love series, because I really know that when you get around people, you get around other women that are in the same situation, Mm -hmm. that it really encourages you to be your best because the things you encourage other people to do is reinforcing in you what you need to do. And so we're doing that this fall, um, October, I think it's the 7th, no, November, the Six is every first Sunday of the next three months. So Mm -hmm. October, November, December, Mm -hmm. I think December the 2nd, we're doing them. And our goal is to do these every fall season. We did the summer love series for single women that want to get fine love and want to, um, you know, become married. And so we did that one. It was 
so powerful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was so powerful. (laughs) And so I'm really looking forward to um, the fall in love series. And these are series that we're going to continue to do year after year after Mm -hmm, year. mm -hmm. And so if you are listening to this podcast um, and you still have time to register for this year's um, fall in love series, I encourage you to do so um, as soon as you possibly can. Perfect. You can, um, you can actually. Can they go to your website? Where yes, they, go? they could go. They can go to um, my social media platforms. Tony Restrepo. Okay, T O N I E I E. Yes, R E S is in Sam. T R E P is in Paul. O, and that's on Facebook or Instagram. It's the easiest way to find me. Awesome. And there'll be a link there to the program. Awesome. 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 Wow. This was awesome, sis. Thank you so much. So very much for sharing your heart, your gift. My pleasure. Yes. Your anointing um, with uh, the listeners of the Wifeism podcast, because it really is a blessing. We need each other. We need to share our gifts with each other because we need them to help us to walk fully in our, our, in our individual uh, purposes and, you know, calling and our assignments. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for thank joining Thank you for having us. me. Absolutely. And um, I appreciate you and I love you. Thank you so much listeners for joining in. Appreciate you. Wow. Ladies, wasn't that awesome? So just to kind of recap what Tony was talking about, number one, Focus on your change, not his change. Two, make the decision to look in the mirror first. Number three, apply what you know. Truth is always consistent. And number four, take full responsibility, 100% responsibility for your joy, your peace, your happiness for the I am of you. Oh my goodness, that is so good. I cannot begin to tell you sisters how important it is to know, understand, live, breathe, walk in your true identity in who God has created you to be. I cannot stress how important this is before, during, and in well into marriage. So, you know, it's not too late. If you are already married and you feel like you are in a relationship where you are walking on eggshells or you are feeling like you cannot be authentically who God's created you to be without feeling safe to do so, it's not too late. It's not too late. And so continue to please share this with your sister friends, your female family members. And also it's, we have resources out there. Tony is doing a Every fall, she does a fall in love series for married women so that they are truly able to not only discover their identity, but also fall in love again with your spouse. It is necessary for many women. And so ladies who are not married yet, please, please, please 
make the investment in yourself to get to know who God's created you to be. So you don't have to shrink back. You don't have to um, dumb down. You don't have to walk just smaller. You don't have to live smaller than who God has created you to be. It is miserable. If you do that, I promise you it won't last. I promise you there will come a time when you're tired, you're exhausted from living smaller. And then when you step into the fullness of who God's created you to be, it's going to be a complete shock to your husband or your fiance or your boyfriend. So don't wait do that now, do that now. And so thank you so much for just listening to this podcast, continuing to support this podcast. And one of the things that I would love for you to do is to please share this. If you have an iPhone and you can listen to it on iTunes, please do that and rate it and review it because the more it's rated and reviewed, the more people will uh, become more aware of this uh, platform and the I mean, really get the experience and the breakthrough from the different guests that share their gifts on this podcast. Number two, if you are not on, if you have an Android, <laughs> you can actually watch this on Spotify, but you can also please share this. I would love to hear, get your feedback and any questions or topics that you have. I would love to hear them from you. You can actually send me an email at hello at mrschristyjones.com. You can follow us on Instagram at wife wisdom podcast. Please share this ladies with um, people. It is my heart to not only help encourage, but inspire and prepare you for marriage. Marriage can be a wonderful thing, but we really need to have the tools to be able, the tools, the understanding and the practice and the principles and the skills <laughs> in order to really experience marriage, create and cultivate marriage to be what God has designed it to be. So thank you so much again for being a part of this journey and this episode of what the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones. And so I will, we will be talking to new upcoming uh, guests. We have some male guests coming up, which is going to be super exciting. And I cannot wait to walk in this journey with you. Love you guys so much. And I will see you next week. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. <laughs> so until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.